Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Hello and welcome to Brand Week, the podcast, the final episode of us being here live in person. And I'm so excited to be talking about all things Web3 and the metaverse with this incredible panel. But I have to first, unfortunately, start with myself. My name is Al Manorino. I'm the senior producer of the Adweek Podcast Network. And with me is my co-host. I can't believe we're still friends after these five days of doing nonstop back-to-back podcasts. But um couldn't couldn't be happier to have you with me, and that is John Heil, the my co-host and GM of podcast. What's going on, John? What's going on, Al? We uh, we made it through the week. Let's make it through one more pod and hit the road. Yes, absolutely. I think my plane is tonight if it doesn't get canceled. So we'll see what happens before we actually jump into this episode and these introductions for our guests. Uh, set the stage. What what are we doing today at Brand Week? Yeah, so the theme of day five was Web3 and the metaverse. I know we have two experts on all things Web3 in the room with us here today. You want to uh, give them an introduction? Yes. So first, we have our first special guest is a a good friend, actually, of mine, someone I've known for a while in the industry, dating back to my time at Social Media Week, Jesse Kirschbaum, editor-in-chief of Beats and Bice. What's going on, Jesse? It's great to be here. It's been one heck of an amazing week. We've done so much. We'll talk all about it. And this is the final day. And I'm honored to be on the last pod of the season. Yeah. And we have like literally none of us have voices anymore at this point. (laughs) It's great for a podcast, uh, all audio. Uh, Our second special guest is Mags Kala, founder of Double Down, a new venture fund investing in the intersection of Web3 and consumer culture. What's going on, Mags? Thank you for being on the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. And I like that you saved the best for last. That's right. Of course I did. Um, Yeah. Let's let's get right into it. So uh, first in-person brand week in years. Um, Jesse, have you been to brand week before? I've been the OG of brand week. OG of brand I was week. there at the first one. I brought Miss Lauren Hill. Oh, wow. To the first ever brand week. Amazing. And it rocked. She was so excited. It was the first time she'd done anything in the brand world. It was like taboo for her and brands. She came, she killed it. She came on time. She gave interviews, autographs, hugs, photos. So I was there at the first. And then at the second brand week, I brought Swiss Beats. Oh, incredible. To wow. Palm Springs. And that was also pretty damn amazing. Um, he DJed. He was the cover star of the issue. So it was a long break. And uh, I'm glad to be back. And Miami was the perfect place for this latest and greatest edition of Brand Week. And yeah. So Jesse, you've brought some celebs with you in the past. Who is your favorite celeb that you got to see in Miami this week? It was wonderful to have Pharrell out here. That's your cover star. He was the perfect booking. I was saying this from the beginning when they were like, who should we have? 
Pharrell is the epitome of a brand genius, especially in 2022. He's diverse across the board. He announced his uh, new diversity inclusion creative agency at Brand Week, which was a big announcement. It was really fun to hear him speak. And I've never heard him talk so much about business. I've worked with him for a long time when he was you know, a producer and a record label exec. I signed clips way back in the day. And uh, he was really about his business out there today, but also leading with his heart. So it was exciting to hear him and his perspective. And Mags, what about you? Is this your first brand week or have you been here before? It's uh, actually shocking because I've been in the consumer world for over a decade, but it is my first brand week. And it's so great to be here in uh, what is my home city now in Miami. And how did the event live up to your expectations about what Brand Week was going to be? Well, Jesse has uh, told me some amazing things about Brand Week. So the expectations were high, but they were certainly exceeded. And I think the magic of the week for me kind of is about bringing people from all sorts of different aspects of consumer and culture and marketing. Everyone has different experience. Everyone has different biases. And, and the conversations end up being very rich. Everyone is passionate about the same things, but comes from a different place. And you uh, both were on stage earlier today for uh, Miami Web3's home base. Uh, For those who haven't heard it yet, because it will probably be on this podcast where they can hear the whole conversation, uh, just give us a little taste. Like, what what did you guys discuss today and why do you feel that Web3's home base is right here where we're recording? I thought it was really fun when thinking about what kind of panel I wanted to do, to do something not the average or normal brand conversation. Mags and Avery are both prolific brand marketers, and to be able to have them on stage to talk at Brand Week made all the sense in the world. But us to focus on the brand of Miami was just different. It was probably a one-of-one conversation. So with that, I thought it was a great place to talk about Miami as a web three hub and movement and I had a great time with the two of them they're just beyond brilliant we'll be right back after these messages hey there podcast fam are you ready to break free from the social media rut hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you meet viral growth your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence whether you're a personal brain or a company they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. So Max, tell us a little bit more about what you guys actually talked about on the panel. Uh, You know, it's such an exciting moment in Miami where the Web3 itself is exciting and new and and, uh, happening. And then Miami itself as a city is, you know, in many ways, exciting and new and happening because of this new influx of talent and people and business and entrepreneurs, creators, etc. that started at the beginning of the pandemic. And and having both those two forces together in one place is, is really magical and different. And, and that was kind of the crux of the conversation. I think there is something in the water here. There is 
creative energy, there is an entrepreneurial energy. And on top of that, I think Miami has the claim of being the Web3 native city between how the government thinks about it, how the residents think about it, and kind of the energy associated with that. And can you, so I definitely agree that that's the case and Miami is kind of the, the, the crypto Web3 you know, home base of the US. Is there one person or one company that you can trace it back to here in Miami that started it all, or did it just sort of somehow happen overnight and it was a group of people? Well, it's a, it's funny because I think Bitcoin Miami has been happening for a while, and it's always been a fairly receptive city to the you know the earliest OGs of crypto, and so you can trace it to that as a you know city and and a state that has been pretty welcoming. Um, to that. But I think as we think about Web3 and culture, it's really uh, kind of a progressive movement of more and more creators, people dipping their toes in NFTs in Web3, and then the uh, connection to the art scene. That is one of the biggest calling cards of Miami, right? The art Basel here every year and the amazing creative community that's here, that's been here for decades and kind of the, the intersection of the two. So everything was just kind of set up just right. It was It was primed and ready to be the place for crypto to really take off. Exactly. And Jesse, was there anything else from the session that you guys talked about that that Mags didn't cover? We talked a lot about what the metaverse means and what Miami is and where things are going. But uh, I think for the most part, we were all really just excited about this being a moment in time, a movement, uh, and early eras of hip hop back in the... 90s and 80s or west coast rap or um or down south atlanta rap like or even like the silicon valley era of tech it just feels like miami is this movement where we could be neighbors on the same block and running into each other talking about everything from paddle tennis to investing in funds and big web three brands. And it's just this intersection of lifestyle and location and being in Miami and and having similar interests really just collided on stage with with these two uh, and myself. And you mentioned someone living on the same block. I know when we were talking before the show, you and Mags live in the same building. So how did you guys, was it just, did you guys like meet in the elevator one day or did you guys know each other before? No, we actually met at a party, a, a get together at a, a mutual friend and then realized that we live in the same building. And I think that's the magic of, of Miami where, uh, you know, you meet interesting people doing interesting things and then you realize you have a lot in common, but you'll come at it from very different perspectives. I think the number one value that Miami actually brings to the Web3 ecosystem is its diversity. It's people coming from all over the world, not just from all over the country. And uh, it is the only major city in the U.S. that's majority foreign born. It gives it a certain vibe and and diversity that I really hope is going to be part of Web3 forever. And uh, Jesse, before we go into our next and like kind of final segment, um, as an avid concert goer and music photographer, I'd love to hear your perspective on where do you want to see music in the metaverse kind of evolve? I mean, we've seen people like Travis Scott and Chance the Rapper and all these people kind of come in and, you know, do these like one-off shows and concerts or, or tours or whatever in the metaverse or using in some capacity. Where, where, does, where is music fit in the metaverse 2023 and beyond? 
it gives a really interesting concert experience when you can watch and interact with the music in this kind of virtual world. It's almost like a more encompassing social media experience. I definitely do not think it's a replacement for live music. And I do think that live music is still the mecca where it comes to the the, the artist fan experience. But the metaverses and live streaming are a great accompaniment and i think that this only the early stages and how it can grow i think as vr and the early days this is like where we go from here is just going to be more and more robust exciting live music experiences so i think 2023 is still going to be an awkward phase Mm -hmm. for the metaverse and music i think there'll be these splashy experiences like justin bieber in game three minute performance that could be called a concert but i think for the most part uh we're still in in a, a really weird stage where people are trying to figure out what the metaverse is and why we need it and i don't think that we're gonna see anything beyond big pr stunts and people testing and learning so with that i think it's time for session swag lunch who wants to go first i'll go first all right mags favorite session obviously ours uh but it's it's a you know it's part of the reason why is because i love just hanging out with friends and it happened to be on stage and i think that's part of the magic of of this moment too where we all get to look at it and and share our experiences with a broader group of people uh in terms of swag i do have to plug my portfolio company house of wise was one of the activations it's a cbd brand for women and uh, i'm uh, very passionate about what uh, amanda is building as a founder there miami based startup uh, and so definitely have to pick that one and i've been running on coffee so no no meals choices here so coffee i'm getting flashbacks to monday with the uh, right. the coffee lunch answers coffee lunch favorite session would be lynn dies talk about one of and his business that he's built uh, i'm a longtime advisor and supporter of what he's doing there it's an amazing pivot uh over different iterations to where he's landed now and it's becoming the the ad tech uh, business of Web3 with huge clients and uh, great activation capabilities. So it was fun to have both personal conversations with him to hear his take on the state of events and then have him present formally to uh, a masterclass kind of room. I also really liked uh, Vacation Sunscreen's presentation because that's a Miami brand that's so fun, that's leveraging Web3 and it's just doing things so thoughtful and so different and it's just, I think, a breakout hit out of Miami and just becoming something that everybody needs, sunscreen, and just taking it and making it such a fun experience. So it was great to meet him and, and hear his masterclass favorite event would had to be the yacht party. I mean, that is going to go down in history. That was so, I mean, maybe even not of the time. It was so over the top to have (laughs) a massive yacht with just Caribbean dancers and Kid Capri DJing and just the most magnificent sunset. Like the city just glowed as we set sail over uh, multiple hours. Fireworks too. 
private fireworks show. There was so much going on, you almost forgot to mention the fireworks. Yeah. I was blown away. So that one is one for the history books. I don't know how you're going to top it next year, but it sounds like it's already in the books. Two yachts. So <laughs> Dueling yachts. So there's We're going to race them. And oh, for lunch, cool. you guys had a decent little buffet. You know, I had a, a little Mexican vibe uh, today, so I was able to, you know, have a, a little, it was kind of a little hotel buffet experience, which... Uh, you know, didn't leave me so inspired, but gave me enough fuel to make it through the afternoon. There That's we all go. That matters. More than a cup of coffee, Ken. John, what about you? Uh, my favorite session was with uh, Kathy Hackle this morning, host of Metaverse Marketing, which you can find on the Adweek Podcast Network, not to plug another one of our shows. Um, but her talk was great. You know, she is the expert in all things Web3 Metaverse. And the one kind of key takeaway that I got was... Um, sort of she was explaining how the old way of thinking is that there's things that are real and there's things that are not real and that she wants to work on shifting people's perception into things being virtual and physical, that things that happen virtually are real. They're just in a virtual format and that doesn't make it not real. It's just virtual. And that sort of like shift in ideology is definitely, you know, with Gen Z, with the younger generations already happening, but it's, you know, having that transition over to get the older generations to, to see it the same way I thought was pretty interesting. My favorite swag is uh, there's some leftover giveaways. So these weren't actually being given out today, but from Taste of Brand Week, I mentioned this on Monday, the uh, Fisher's Island lemonades. There is a whole case of them up in the staff room. Oh, perfect. And I will be pouring one of those over ice when we are done yes. in here. Immediately. <laughs> and uh, lunch, the Mexican food was very good upstairs, but I'm going to have to say the apricot tart on the dessert tray. I keep missing these desserts. The desserts are the best part. I keep telling you this. I the know. macaroons yesterday, fire. I'm always running around podcasting. Casting. Yeah, got it. Got to save time for dessert. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Um, Al, Al, what about you? Yeah, I'll, I'll close it out. Um, so favorite session. Uh, didn't watch any sessions today because I've been so busy, but I'm very excited to watch the replay or hear the podcast episode where we um, have uh, how Web3 and the creator economy are redefining the consumer experience with Todd Kaplan from PepsiCo and Jessa Ferris from Adweek, who's uh, such a great moderator and uh, just like... I can already tell it's going to be a great conversation just because Jess is involved. And uh, I'm also always interested in seeing what a huge company like Pepsi is doing in a very new space, uh, especially because now they're out of the Super Bowl. So I feel like they're going to be trying to reinvest their money somewhere else. So uh, that's uh, a session I'm looking forward to. And then uh, swag or activation. Um, there is now a drawing of me on the brand week wall. I saw that. Which is pretty funny. Uh, one of our coworkers drew me on this, uh, this coloring wall. Um, that's and also, the highest form of praise is drawing yeah. your face on a wall. Yes, very much so. And uh, so that was very cool. And uh, I think we'll have pictures of that coloring wall once it's all done. Actually, I, I heard from one of our creators that he's been taking a picture every single day to make like a look. Oh, like a like, progress like, pic. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm excited to see that as well. And then uh, lunch, yeah, I had some tacos. Tacos were pretty good. I missed out on the dessert and it's pretty depressing. And so there was one session I know you sat in on today. It was recorded in here, and you got to tell me about it. The special edition of Yeah, That's Probably. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun. So we, uh, we we were able to get Luce uh, hooked in via Zoom, and uh, we had Gail, who is uh, part of our events team. Uh, we got a little behind the scenes of how we make all of this happen, which is very cool, and that will be out on Monday. Awesome. Yeah. So... Mags, Jesse, we don't want to keep you guys for too much longer, but can you let our listeners know where they can find you on social, where you're doing your work? 
this is your your time to, to plug. Like a very good Web3 person, I spend all of my time on Twitter. So find me on Twitter at Magdalena Kala. And uh, if you're a marketer interested in Web3, also check out metacurious.xyz. I run a lot of programming around marketing and Web3 and, and what brands can do in the space. You can find me looking at Mags' Twitter on a regular basis because it is so prolific and it's just so well thoughtful, well thought out. I'm always like, how did you think of that? I just want to like call you every time you post and like have a discussion with you about it. Uh, so that's her Twitter where you can find me. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at, at Jesse K. And I do a newsletter weekly called Beats and Bites and a column with Adweek called Beats, Bites and Brands, which covers the intersection of music technology and brand marketing amazing and you can hear john and i on this podcast where we'll, we will be presenting sessions from this brand week brand week 2022 in miami as well as brand week europe which is very exciting you can find me at al manorino on instagram and twitter and you can hear me on uh, the Adweek Podcast Network uh, on Adweek Presents and occasionally on, yeah, it's probably an ad. So excited for um, you to hear more from Brand Week, the podcast. And thank you all who have listened so far. Uh, John, anything else you want to say before we uh, get out of Miami? You know, it's day five. I wasn't going to do it, but now I am. If you want to find pictures of me, my puppy, and my garden on Instagram, it's at jaheil underscore. Oh, my God. He's... He's, I let the cat out of the bag. You're now joining Web3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening, and thank you to our special guests for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Thanks so, so much. much, guys. All right. Thank you for listening to Brand Week, the podcast, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and Acast Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino and John Heil and edited by Lane McGibbony at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcasts. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. <laughs>